0: It's the Hammerdown Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com, and the 1017 The Hammer mobile app is free to download. You can get us right there as well. Over the Hammerhead hotline we go. Our good buddy Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier is with us. It's a Friday, so no Friday is complete without Sam. Buddy, how are you? It's always great to talk with you, uh, but a big Saturday, a big Friday here. Before we get into that, I know there's a lot of other stuff going on with uh, high school athletics outside of football. Sounds like we've got something brewing very exciting in tennis, right, this weekend? Absolutely. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, Aiden Williams, and uh, people might not know this if they don't follow tennis, per- perhaps the best two individual tennis players in the state play for high schools in West Lafayette, uh, right down the street from each other. Uh, Harrison's Aaron Goo and West Lafayette's Aiden Williams. And uh, early in the season, Aaron had beaten Aiden from West Lafayette. And uh, that kind of lit a fire under under Aiden, who's a, a senior and a year older than Aaron. And he hasn't lost since. And because he hasn't lost since, he is now in the state semifinals as an individual singles player Saturday at Carmel High School, going for a state championship and uh, looking like a kid that could really Win that whole thing, and if he does, he would be the first individual state champion in tennis, uh, boys or girls, singles or doubles, to, uh, to complete the task. So, sure, wow. uh, everybody around here is rooting for him. And you know, the coolest thing about it was he—he uh, he really feels like West Lafayette was a, a state championship contender as a team and got knocked out by the the evil Empire Carmel Greyhounds in the regional. Uh, Carmel rolls to a, a six great state championship. Colonel hasn't lost a match, I think, since 2015, and almost got beat that day by the Red Devils in the regional. So he's like, you know, this is the chance to kind of put West Lafayette on the map a little bit, um, get a state championship for the school and for this community, which, you know, in tennis, you, you think of the Indianapolis schools first, and he just, you know, really wants to do it for, for the Lafayette, West Lafayette area, and show, hey, we've got something going on here, too.
0: Talking with Sam King of the Journal and Courier on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline. Uh, Sam, tonight we'll be out at South Vermillion and Central Catholic. You had an amazing tweet earlier this week I, that I loved with this really fascinating stat about Central Catholic football that since, what was it, 2007, uh, the team that has beaten Central Catholic in the state tournament has gone on to play in the state championship. That That's an insane stat.
1: Yeah, well... First of all, five of those years, Central Catholic won the state championship, so you knock out, you're not on that 14 years, you're down to nine, but still an, an incredible stat that basically the road to the state finals goes through Central Catholic. Either they're going to beat you and, and go win the whole thing, or you're going to beat them and set yourself up to get to the state finals. Um, you're the last team that, that, beat Clinton, that beat Central Catholic and didn't get to state was Clinton Central in 2007. That was uh, several coaches ago. That was, uh, I think, maybe 2007-2008. It was 2007, 2008. Uh, would have been either the last year of the previous regime before Kevin O'Shea or it would have been Kevin O'Shea's first year. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think now it was I'm Andy the- Kennedy. The-
0: I think that one was Andy Kennedy.
1: Okay, yeah, that is right. And then Kevin came in the next year and uh, got beat by Sheridan, I believe, in the first, first or second round of the sectional. And Sheridan went on to play in the state finals and then, from the Central Catholic went on its run. Bumps up the 2A. Was it the Tipton in and the sectional? Tipton goes to the state finals. loses to the Rensselaer in the semi state the following year? And Rensselaer just ran brush uh over Evansville modern day in the 2A state championship a week later. And then CC wins again, so forth and so on. Kind of the story. It's just, you know, it's amazing to me that you can have a 14 year stretch where Central Catholic either won a state championship or got knocked out by a team that went to the state finals.
0: It's a bizarre stat. Uh, tonight they'll take on a uh, South Vermilion team. Look, they got a really good sectional draw, didn't they? I mean, the way that that's set up with Speedway, Monrovia on the other side, I think it worked out pretty well for them.
1: Yeah, you're going to have to go through South Vermilion, which I think is record-wise 4-5, and five, Central Catholic 5-4, and four, but look beyond the records and who they've played and who they've beaten, and Central Catholic should not have a, a whole lot of trouble winning this game, I don't think. There will be a lot of... Ball is thrown through the air though that is the uh you know especially because one team i think is going to be quite uh a bit ahead early on in that game i would uh, suspect that will be the case uh south of million will try to probably throw its way back into the game but both of the teams throw the ball a lot so um i don't really like to watch those aerial shows mostly because those games end up taking four hours but uh i would expect central catholic to move on and play um you know probably play Southmont next week on the road um the good thing is you know and and Brian May talked about this earlier this week is they haven't played any of these teams before it's not the same tournament pass where you've played the same teams for year in year out and you kind of know when you're preparing what to expect and that's fun to kind of have that challenge as a coach where you're trying to plan for something different that you don't normally see it's also fun for the the kids I imagine to say you know here's Here's a team we know nothing about and don't know nothing about until that Monday or Tuesday before we play them. And then we get to learn this whole new scheme that we're going to try to to go out and beat Friday night. So that will be the fun part of this tournament run for Central Catholic, however long it lasts. And you're right. The fact that Monrovia and Speedway are on the other side of the bracket couldn't have worked out any better for Central Catholic.
0: Talking with Sam King of the Journal and Courier on the Hammerhead Hotline. Uh, You know, we were just talking before we came on the air. Uh, Some news here this afternoon, that former CC player, uh, unfortunately, made the decision to go to uh, Indiana, but uh, Coy Cronk has just been picked up by the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it's always nice to see former players making it to that level.
1: Yes, it is, and you know it wasn't unfortunate for Coy because he went to IU and he started right away. And uh, I don't think Purdue was as high on him as, as maybe some of these other Power Five programs. Which, when those schools are in on a kid, maybe you should take the, the hint saying maybe this is a guy we need to look at. But. He obviously went to IU, started as a freshman, was a freshman All-American, had a great run there, and unfortunately in his, I think his fourth year, got hurt, transferred to Iowa, got hurt again, really did, never got it going there. And I think without the last two years, he was a surefire NFL uh, offensive tackle, and it's been a hard road back, so it's great to see him be given a chance. Uh, you know, he went to the Packers, I think, in the preseason and got cut. I know he's been talking to some other teams since then, but um, he's a guy that I think can make it. It's just that he's got to, you know, get over that hurdle of the fact that he's been injured, and um, that's going to set him back maybe a, a year or two.
0: Let's talk about a couple of the other matchups here in sectional football tonight. Of course, the big one throughout the state is West Lafayette and Burbuff. Um You know, it's weird to say that the team who wins this game, we're talking the first night, first round here, is basically moving on to the state championship because of the way that, you know, it all plays out. But um, is is that a little... I'm trying to think of the word for it. Am I exaggerating to say the winner of this is playing in the state championship?
1: Um, I will say yes only because I know how hard it is to get through the postseason. But people that... Football statewide, if you talk to them, they really believe there's three teams in 3A, maybe four if you include uh, Danville, that have a legitimate shot of winning the state championship. And that is West Lafayette, Verbuff, Gibson Southern with a, you know, uh, pretty recruit playing quarterback there, and then possibly Danville. Um, so you, you factor that in and you say, yeah, this is probably uh, a, a good gauge that this is a state finalist, uh, you know, maybe a state championship. Quality game in the opening round of the sectionals. So um, the sad part about this is, and not to like crap on any other teams around here, but like a team like Benton Central, which is one and seven, is going to be playing deeper in the postseason than uh, one of these two teams, just because of the way that the blind tournament draw works. And uh, here you have you know a, a team that's ranked no lower than third already out on the first night. So uh, the good thing maybe for West Luff yet, even though I don't think they intended it to work out this way, is that rain last week pushed their game to McCutcheon. They played on turf in the rain, and now you go into a, a Friday where you're going to be playing on turf and possibly in the rain. So it could be back-to-back weeks with kind of going through that. Uh, I expect this to be probably a lower-scoring game than you would see with a typical West Lafayette team that's going to put up 49 in the first half or something crazy like that. Um, but it will be great because... Especially for West Lafayette, this is going to be a game that goes all the way down to the wire, and where you know every mistake is compounded. So uh, you really like to cover those games. You like to play in those games. You know, I'm sure it's fun for West Lafayette to go out and beat Western 44 to nothing in the Hoosier Conference Championship. But it's more fun to be, you know, trailing 21 to 17 and having to put a two minute drill together to go win a game. So uh, I'm sure they are very. Uh, fired up about this. They knew they were going to have to go through a buff at some point, so why not prepare for them the first week of the sectional?
0: And then our last game uh, for this weekend is uh, McCutcheon at Zionsville. Uh, the thing I say about Zionsville is uh, you're going to look at the record and say, all right, well, sub-500, maybe McCutcheon uh, can match up uh, pretty decently at some positions with them, but this is a Zionsville team. The record does not accurately reflect how good that team is. No, and I
1: think Zionsville is probably the best team in this sectional, and Harrison fans might not want to hear that, uh, and Harrison fans will probably get a chance to find out next week. Um, it should be a pretty even game if those two do match up, but, um, McCutcheon has had its struggles, and every time I try to convince myself that McCutcheon is a better team than this, um, then I turn around and do something like last Friday. I did not expect McCutcheon to lose to Marion. So, uh, you know, at some point you just got to say, Listen, that's a 1-7 football team that's struggled scoring all year long for a reason. Um, you know, the reality is probably they're not as good as I thought, and there's a lot of factors that have gone into that with injuries so forth and so on. But um, the truth is, Zionsville is probably going into this game tonight um, four, or five, maybe six touchdown favorites.
0: Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier here on the Hammerhead Hotline. I know you'll be down at West Lafayette, or you'll be down at Perbuff covering that West Lafayette game tonight, right? I will. Um, the last time I was there,
1: uh, I believe you were there as well, was 2017 in the regional. Yep. And the infamous Kyle Hazel touchdown to take the lead with a minute to go and
0: mm-hmm.
1: the ensuing kickoff that was returned for a touchdown and you know the ultimate gut punch because West Lafayette was clearly the better team in that game. Um, Kind of really changed the complexion of the program because I believe if West Lafayette won that regional game in 2017, they would have won three straight state championships. They, they did win in 2018. They probably would have won in 2017, and they would have bumped up to 4A, which was actually weaker than 3A the following year, and probably won in 2019. So um, instead, you've got one state championship out of it. But you know what? You want to get another one here in 2021, and this is your chance. So um, excited to go there and sit amongst my friends literally because that press box is not very big Mm -hmm. Um, you know in some ways maybe sitting on your friends because you've got to really uh cram in there a little bit that's
0: why i'm uh, not going down there i don't want you sitting on me you kidding me (laughs) well i try to stay away from you as much as possible because uh
1: you get quite animated my friend on the radio (laughs) broadcast i do
0: we're uh, having fun we
1: like it well, you were on the officials last week, and I was like, Jared, it's 44 to nothing. Nobody cares if he got in the end zone or not.
0: Ah, uh, no, they were drowning. you got to stay on those guys. You can't let them. Just do... We're getting into the playoffs now, buddy. You can't give them an inch. They'll take a mile, all right? <sighs> I guess so. Yeah, I but I do remember that game uh, at rebuff. Yeah, definitely gut-punching. West Lafayette's had their share um, over the last uh, about 10 or 12 years of those games that you're like, especially like in the regionals, that you're like, come on, man. How, how in the world, like, the Leo game comes to mind? That was a frustrating ending to that one. Um, uh, yeah, I'm thinking that for Buffett. That Andrean game, that semi-state back in 2013, was that thing was as maddening as you could possibly imagine, too. Um, yeah, they've had their share of that one, so i like to see them get on the right side of it for once and uh, pick up that Debbie tonight. Sam King, again, follow him on Twitter. He'll have... Uh, all kinds of great uh, notes for you from that game. He'll keep you up-to-date on it no matter what you're doing this evening. Sam, it's always a pleasure. Please drive safe on down there to Indy Man. We'll talk with you again real soon. All right, thanks. Take care, Sam. we got a break. We'll come back. Kelly Kitchell is going to join us next here on the Hammerdown Show on 1017 The Hammered.